Welcome to this week's edition of Holy Apostles Weekly Sermons. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory As some of you may know from looking at the church calendar, today is not just Sunday, but it is the day, and specifically the Sunday before the Feast of Theophany. And with all of the churches, with the great feasts of the church, we always celebrate what is known as a forefeast, a period of time, usually it's just one day, but a period of time in anticipation of the feast. And this is actually a pattern that the church follows, which was set by God. Whenever God sets out to do a tremendous work, He uh, anticipates it beforehand, and He sets out signs and symbols. So, today, the Sunday before the Theophany, we read from the Gospel of St. Mark, and St. Mark begins his Gospel in in an unusual way, I would say, because he begins with the beginning of the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, And then he goes on to talk about John the Baptist. Because John the Baptist, the ministry, as they say, of John the Baptist is integrally related to the ministry of Jesus Christ. And it is precisely this ministry of anticipation, of preparation. But it's not just that John the Baptist was sent before Christ in order to uh, anticipate or to prepare. But that these things were prepared by God Himself for generations and centuries. That God had sent messengers, whom we call prophets, to prepare the way of people from ages past, so that when these things came to pass, people would understand, would see, and receive them. Because He begins the Gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it is written in the Prophets. The prophets specifically of Malachi and Isaiah. Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, which shall prepare my way before thee. This is from the prophecy of Malachi. And then the second one from Isaiah. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord and make his paths straight. So what St. Mark is saying here is that we're, we're going to set out to talk about Jesus Christ. We also have to talk about John the Baptist. But we have to understand that both of them have already been spoken of centuries ago. The Lord sent prophets to inform people that these things would come to pass. And then he goes on, John did baptize in the wilderness and preached the baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. That's an interesting passage there. Baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. It reads in English. In Greek it reads... uh, I can't re- reproduce all the words, but the word that for, for the remission of sins, is in Greek, to the remission of sins. It's an important distinction, I think. It probably was not a problem when the trans- scriptures were translated in the 17th century, but it's a problem nowadays. Because 
why is that interesting? Because John the Baptist didn't baptize people and give them the remission of sins. That was not within his power. The Pharisees knew this. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Right? By whom does the forgiveness of sins come? It comes from Jesus Christ. But John is baptizing to the remission of sins. That is, his baptism points to something beyond itself. John himself says the same thing in this very passage that we read because we come to the end of it and he says, there comes one after me, mightier than me. The latchet of his shoes I am not worthy to stoop down and unloose. I am worse than the least of the slaves in his house, is what that means. And then he goes on, I have baptized you with water. Why? In order to prepare you. In order to prepare you to receive the one who is coming. Because I baptize you with water, but he will come and will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. So we can look at the whole time period of the prophets of the Old Testament pointing to something beyond itself, preparing the world, preparing specifically the people of God to receive their coming Messiah. But not even just that, but God sends John the Baptist to come before Jesus to prepare this specific generation of people to receive Christ and to do those things which are necessary to prepare them to receive Christ. It's for this reason that the church appoints us to celebrate four feasts, periods of anticipation. Even in, in the case of the larger feasts, like Nativity and Pascha, we have 40 days of fasting beforehand to prepare us to receive these, these words, to receive these messages, ultimately to receive from Jesus Christ the forgiveness of sins. So for us, brothers and sisters, we gather today, we are still in the period of celebration, following the Feast of the Lord's Nativity, but we understand that that is the beginning of the work of Jesus Christ. But it's not the end of it. And we have now entered into a period of time in which we celebrate all of the events in the life of Jesus Christ. Tomorrow is the Feast of the Theophany, as I mentioned already. We celebrate the baptism, the beginning of the public ministry of Jesus Christ, and the first manifestation, public manifestation, of the nature of God, that is, God the Holy Trinity. So we anticipate this feast now and prepare ourselves now so that we may celebrate with joy and understand the things which we celebrate and receive the grace which God desires to give us. To God of the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be all glory, honor, and worship unto ages of ages. Amen. Christ is in our midst. Yes. Yes.